This is Tristan Campbell on the air, and today we're here to discuss a book called American Tragedy. First of all, I just want to start off by saying that I've read both the book and have watched the movie, and in my opinion, I like the movie better, which is odd because that's usually not the case. The moral of the stories are the same, but the plots of the stories are completely different. The overall theme slash lesson of both stories is that money slash success does not bring happiness. This brings an interesting question that society has been debating since the beginning of humanity. Does money bring happiness? To answer that question, I need to tell you a little bit about the book. The book follows the main character, Clyde. Clyde was born into a poor family and lives from low-paying job to low-paying job. He finally manages to get a job as a bellhop at a fancy hotel. He gets a taste of what the rich life is like and sees all these rich people dining fancy every night. He meets a woman named Hort Hortnitz, who is using him so that he, she, he will buy clothes for her. Clyde has no idea that she's actually in love with another man. When he finds out, Clyde goes drinking with some friends, and his friends run over a little girl while he was in the car. In fear of being connected with the murder, he flees to Chicago. Soon after moving to Chicago, he receives a call from his wealthy uncle Samuel, who offers him a job in New York. Clyde moves to New York and works for his uncle at a shirt collar factory. Clyde is rejected by his uncle's wealthy friends and doesn't seem to really fit in well. He's not well-mannered. He's not upkept like the rest of his wealthy friends. At a social event one night, Clyde meets a girl named Sandra, who is the daughter of another factory owner in the town, and wants to date her because of her beauty, her status, but however, she is more interested in Clyde's cousin. On page 77, in an interaction between Clyde and Sandra, Clyde is thinking, no doubt all she said was true. There were others who had more and would spend more. He, he was boasting and being ridiculous, and she was laughing at him. End of quotations. Which illustrates her desire to be with someone rich who will spend money on her. It, it is also a clear illustration of Clyde's desire to be with someone with money and his frustration of being made fun of for not being wealthy. In other words, the girl basically told him that he was not good enough for her. To make her jealous, he starts, take, he starts talking to one of the factory girls named Roberta, who is someone who works below Clyde, as, un as his uncle made him a manager at the factory. He falls for Roberta and actually gets her pregnant. This makes Sandra jealous, and she starts to show interest in Clyde. Sandra is everything Clyde has ever dreamt of because of her wealth, and he really loves but he really loves Roberta, though. To be with Sandra, he takes Roberta to a lake and kills her by drowning her, thinking it would look like an accident. The story ends with him dying on the electric chair after being captured by police. Right before his execution, Clyde says, What matters if a man gains, gains the whole world and loses his own soul? And a question mark. When he comes to the realization that, he, that his misdeeds were not worth it, what is chilling about this story is that it is based on a true story and is a really dark part of American culture. How much our society revolves around money. According to Business Insider, 63% of divorce attorneys say they have been seeing an increase of prenup agreements in the last several years. The reason being is that Americans are getting married later, accumulating more assets, and want to protect those assets. Uh, while certainly this story is an extreme example, Society has implemented these morals into everyday, into everyday lives. Like generally speaking, how rich people tend to marry rich people, middle class people tend to marry mid middle class people, and so forth. 
Of course, there are exceptions. Speaking of exceptions, let's, let's look at the research that answers the question whether money brings happiness, whether this is a, cut, a clear cut answer or not. I read an article by the Healthline, medically reviewed by Timothy, L, or Timothy J. Legg and written by Tim Jewell, and they stated that money can bring happiness for some people and not others. The article called money an intrinsic value, a measure of an asset and what it's worth. And that value can be different for everybody. The article used an example that a person may find pleasure in the smell of lavender, but someone else might find it less appealing. Each person assigns a different intrinsic value to that scent or lavender or any asset for that matter. There was a study done by the National Center of Biotechnology in 2018 that concluded money can increase people's happiness and poverty. The study looked at what would happen over time if women in poverty and households in Zambia were given regular cash transfers with no strings attached. The most notable finding was that over a 48-month period, many women had, had, had a higher sense of emotional well-being and satisfaction in their health. This can explain why Clyde thought being rich would bring him happiness, since he was born into poverty. I don't know why, but when I read this story, it kind of reminded me of Bonnie and Clyde. Probably because the main character's name is also Clyde. The main character's behavior also mocks Clyde in the sense that he's willing to do anything, even murder, for wealth, since Bonnie and Clyde were an array of robbers and murdered anyone who stood in their way. Their motives seem similar, too. Both take place in, its, in the same time period, that being the 1920s and 30s during the Great Depression, and they were both born into extreme poverty. Both had small events that helped them lead, that helped them create them into the monsters that they turned into. For Clyde, the robber, who began, who began stealing chickens at a young age because he was hungry, and because, because of that, he developed a habit of stealing and getting into altercations with the law from a young age. Additionally, our main character's desire for, for wealth also came from being born into poverty and how the woman in the beginning of the book mistreated him and used him. Additionally, the main character is in love with a girl just like Bonnie and Clyde were. On the other hand, a Gallup poll of more than 450,000 respondents suggests that making an income of up to $75,000 a year may make, make one feel most satisfied in their life. The way I see it is that experiences are more valuable than tangibles, such as a yacht. Obviously, you need basic human needs, such as food, water, and healthcare, etc., to not be in an incredible amount of pain. But once you have those basic needs taken care of and have a comfortable living, it's great experiences that brings happiness. For one, if, you're in, if you are super wealthy, you can never tell who's being real or fake with you, even your own friends. Personally, I would find that very hard to live with. Additionally, the price that comes with becoming super wealthy is not worth it for most people, unless you love what you do for a living. What's the point of being wealthy if you get a if you if you constantly get four hours of sleep a night and never see your family because you are constantly at the office working on your company? I think the importance of these stories is that it is important to find a fine balance, which leads which leads us to our conclusion about everything that we have learned. If you take anything away from this, it is that money can provide you happiness to a certain extent, as the studies have shown us, because people do need basic necessities. When people don't have that, it's easy to turn to crime when people feel like they have no other good option left. 
such as our main character and Bonnie and Clyde did. Or additionally, if one even has their necessities taken care of and they just get greedy and simply, and simply just want more, the fallout and consequences can be pretty severe, even death, such as our main characters, our main character and Bonnie and Clyde faced. The moral of the story is that money is not everything in the world, even if the world makes it seem like it sometimes, as proven by reliable studies in the history of past people's experiences. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and this is Tristan Campbell signing off.